back to the Four Corners Games podcast and episode two of the Final Crusade. The Final Crusade. We're so excited to have you back on board. What about that last episode, Paul? It was pretty fucking crazy. I mean, it started off really, really nice and a good time and then quickly went to shit. I mean, you cannot blame Paizo. Sometimes, you know, they have a nice (laughs) intro and sometimes start things off with a bang. And this is definitely in the bang category. It was it was a great way to start off any adventure path. Like it was, yeah, by far my favorite I've encountered. I'm super excited, though the the part where it's uh, the Alex speaks as three different people show is a little bit tough. <laughs> uh, yeah, maintaining all those accents and on the fly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tune in for episode three and four where those accents may change, but I will always do my best. He's just to gonna kill off those characters. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh no, a massive rock slide! Who saw that coming? Um, no, it's just super exciting, and we're super excited to have you back. It's gonna get a, a little hairier this time around. Yeah. Paul. There's gotta some, tell you. some uh, new stuff coming in episode two. Yeah, I mean, our heroes have survived thus far, but who's to say they're going to survive this one? I do. I say that. <laughs> I say that all the time. You do say that all the time, <laughs> but that doesn't make it true. <laughs> we hope you enjoy. <laughs> Well, I cannot believe you decided to listen to another episode of Six Idiots in a Basement playing Make Believe. Is that what we're calling this? Yes. <laughs> Six Idiots in a Basement. It's, it's pretty long. <laughs> the Final Crusade rolls off the tongue, but Six Idiots in a Basement playing Make Believe is uh, also pretty great. I mean, that rolls off the tongue pretty well. It's yeah. true. Now, we'll get to everyone's favorite component of whenever it's pertinent, whenever he has a good idea, TPKs. Travis has. Oh. An engineering question. Yay! This is what Travis came Yay! here to do. <laughs> this is what Travis came here to do. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Okay, so we have a story problem. <gasps> Everybody, I hope favorite. it's long form. Oh, it is. <laughs> Let me pull out my pencil. So I what TI it. calculator am I allowed play. to use? Thirty uh, six X Pro. What the crap? Yeah, sorry. I can't play Mario on a thirty six X Pro. You are going to need your eraser. All right. So you're fifty five years old. You've made it. You have a lazy boy recliner. Yes. That is a symbol of made it. <laughs> Extravagance <laughs> in its finest. I mean, mm-hmm. our dad had one at 30, so he made oh. it. Yeah. Boomers. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting in your recliner, and you also have vaulted ceilings. It's winter, and against your better ju- judgment, you have the furnace on. The kids aren't here, so if they had been, you'd be like, hey, turn off the furnace. Because you're not, Don't, don't touch the thermostat. We're not made of money. <laughs> but they're gone, so you can leave the furnace on. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I... I, it's a good story question. I like. I feel endeared to the character of the father. Right. Yeah, it's, we can all relate. It's it's like George R. 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 Martin right <laughs> Just now. Just really trying to save some money. You know? Okay. So, okay. So you uh, flip on the ceiling fan because your son's an engineer, and he's like, turn on the ceiling fan, even though it's winter and it's cold outside, but you have the furnace on. If you reach for your remote that's five feet away, will the temperature be higher or lower? with the ceiling fan on. What is There's the R value idea. of the insulation and the ceiling? Yep. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Let's go with a, like, 11. Okay. Eh. 
That's pretty poor. That's pretty yeah, poor. Yeah, pretty. Welcome to four engineers <laughs> and Sierra and Alex sit around the table. Which, uh, which direction is the fan? Yeah, is it air? is it is pulling it air down? up or is it pushing it so down? So it's pushing it down. So it's pushing it down. Okay, yeah. as you should if you have the heat on because it pushes the hot air down into the cold air. Yeah. So um, I would think it would make it hotter because hot air rises. The ceiling fan is pushing the air down. Yeah. Well, as an entropic but, but system. But I guess, but I guess it, it the point of relativity is you versus the remote, right? Yeah. Are they at the same elevation? Your hand and where you're. Are you reclined or upright? That's a good question as well. Are you sweating? <laughs> That's the evaporative part. <laughs> yeah. Is this one of those like Google interview questions where it right. doesn't matter if you get the right answer? It's, it's just, just a question you're trained yeah, to try to achieve exactly. the correct answer. It's I'm the critical thinking. Poorly. That's what engineering is all about. Is the there you go. the application of okay, and then the follow up question, part B. The arm We rest. didn't answer the first one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Questions abound. The armrest that you haven't been touching, but you've been right up close to it the whole time. Is that temperature higher or lower when the ceiling fan gets turned on? When it gets turned on. I say everything increases in temperature. I would say... As you turn the uh, ceiling fan the on. The one that you've been interacting with? At uh, it's been like... It's been... It's like... It's Close to me is this is this calculator that for all you podcast people approximately is quite four close. inches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's at least two of Travis's finger lengths. For the people at home who know that exact distance, it yeah. is that exact. We'll put distance. the dimensions of Travis's hands. On we'll put it on our Tumblr. That is Four Corners Games Podcast Tumblr dot com. Don't go there; it doesn't exist. Our, our very first picture is just going to be a picture <laughs> of like Travis's, Travis's hand on a ruler. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, right. And there's no context. Exactly. It just says yeah. Travis's fingers. It's uh, like, tune in. So was uh, was his arm, his arm was not resting on it's that portion resting. of it's the armrest. Like it was near. Like, it. would heat transfer through the portion that was resting on the armrest to that location? Well, if so, I don't think it's very much. It has to have contact, right? What is that? What is it made out of? My is thermo teacher is going to be so pissed. Okay. <laughs> so if... If it's attuning to the closest things to it, if the source of heat is arm moves, it will further attune itself to the temperature of the room, which would intrinsically be down unless the room, of course, is 98 to 99 degrees Fahrenheit. Like, What if the sun was shining on the armrest? <gasps> right. Is there a window close by? Let's is all back up. It's actually on the, the armrest. Oh, oh. oh, see, that's the... That's the the These are the real questions we should be asking. Because, <laughs> like, cat, fun fact. The furnace is on, but is there a crackling fire going on, too? Wait, mm-hmm. the furnace is on. Is the furnace damaged? And is everyone now dead inside the house <laughs> when to, was a, to a carbon monoxide <laughs> leak? <laughs> when was the last time fire? they changed the filters? Also an important question. Yeah. And how long ago did they die? Because they could still be giving off heat. That's true. Uh, you mean, Wait, so they're dead? Apparently, hundred <laughs> percent. The cat's under the couch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Newton's fun, law of cooling. Well, fun we're not even going to answer the question. We're dogs just going to digress. Is that their temperatures are three degrees warmer than our own. That's why when you have a dog or a cat in your lap, they feel so warm. Aww. Aww. I thought that was just the love. Welcome back to this podcast, <laughs> where we show that husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, and Woodies can all sit around a table together. <laughs> Talking nonsense for several hours. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's get to the real reason Travis even came here today. You all are in a cave thousands of feet below a burning city full of demons. And for some reason, Errol thought it'd be a good idea to check a campsite. Who thought that was a good Stupid. idea? 
probably Errol. Also, I'm still super curious the answer of the engineering question. <laughs> I don't know if Travis ever has answers. Yeah, it's just I mean, thought I do, provoking. But this is for you guys <laughs> oh. to think about. How about end of the episode? We Tune double in. back. Tune in, Tune in six to eight weeks from now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we keep okay. it irregular, then yeah. they have to keep listening in hopes. Yeah. Right? I, would, I would prefer to stay regular. No, but too bad. I, I eat a lot of yogurt. Anyways, this has been a commercial for Lipitor <laughs> and Activia. Yeah. It's weird because Jamie Lee Curtis is sitting in our corner and she's just yeah. not talking. Oh, oh, you hey, think we put hey. someone like that who's that famous on the air with us. If she doesn't talk, it's we wild. don't have to pay her. It's exactly. true. SAG rules are yeah. biting Loopholes. and constrictive. <laughs> What's that, Jamie Lee? I nope. agree. Oh, I you should have done agree. a True Lies too. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> You could do it now, you know, couple. It's always time. Yeah, I think so. Arnold's out there. Arnold's doing Expendables 17 right now, so you could probably... And Terminator, no one cares anymore. (laughs) Dark Fate, okay. Terminator, mistake. Yeah. No, that was Genesis. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, let's go ahead and let's play a good old-fashioned game. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger's a national treasure. No, he's, he's amazing. Roll four. Initiative. At one point, we definitely need to do one of these. Oh, Ooh, that was good. That picked up real well. I mean, that point that was point. right there. So, yeah. Did you roll well, one at least? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I she didn't even 12, look. So. <laughs> but for all you thinking about getting a dice tray, it was a natural 20. Yeah, for you Always. listeners. You Every time you roll into a Four a Corners 12. Games dice tray, natural 20s. Except when it's not. Yeah. Four Corners dice tray. I mean, that's tray. how random number generation works. So, <laughs> For your purposes of capturing small, different polyhedral-sided surfaces, Four Corners Games. Woo. Nailed it. Hey, well, in my... again, zoologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my incredibly gorgeous Paduke dice tray Ooh. with a hundred percent leather bottom leather bottom leather bottom leather bottom it's machine crafted out of one piece of wood i don't Ooh. that's surely not possible fact, it is quite gorgeous that's how dare you just lie to my face like that woody such a thing no that's called truth oh like truth truth it's one like... single solid piece Let's of do exotic two hardware. truths Anyways. and one lie. Um, I rolled a 13 for initiative. Speaking of lie. Speaking of true lies. Or a 12. <laughs> or a 12. I don't, I don't know. What did you actually roll? It's two truths and one lie. 13. Nice. <laughs> Let's play two truths Travis, yeah. what did you roll, my friend? I got an 11. Nice. What is your uh, uh, initiative modifier? I got a seven. Higher seven? than a cockroach. No, no, just, okay, that's fair. I, I didn't that get is the an question. <laughs> I got a seven. You got a seven. I I misspoke. Oh, you misspoke. <laughs> so you cheated. What's your initiative modifier? Plus three. Okay, that's uh, that's terrible. Sierra or Lillian, what is your uh, what is your initiative? Twelve total. Twelve total. Errol and Alu. Alu, go for it. Twenty. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Don't go for it. <laughs> Errol got a 14. 14? All right, everyone go ahead and fill in those empty spaces. Lillian included. In our hearts or in the initiative tracker? Um, brought to you by Roll20. Roll20, please don't mention our name on your podcast. Roll20, cease and desist. <laughs> it was a very formal letter, and you know. They did, they did write it to me explicitly. This is why you ask for forgiveness. We collect permission. those. Yeah, we collect <laughs> cease and desist. Yeah. So feel free. No, don't, don't do that. Please don't. 
Our God. lawyers are so mad right now. <laughs> you mean Woody's dad? <laughs> Our only lawyer. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So Anivia is going to go first. She's going to uh, try and hobble and flank the cockroaches. So from the southern cave, she's going to move 30 feet to try and close the gap a bit. Uh, Alu, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to move through everyone. Go five. Give a ten, good old pat on the butt on your way. Fifteen. Yeah, right. Uh, Encouraged. So 15, 25, 30. I'm going to take a shot at the topmost one, and I do have precise shots, so I do not incur that negative four penalty at point blank range. Whoa! But do you still buddy. incur attacks of opportunity, though? I do. Oh. All right, so the cockroach... It's going to reel back, try to take a bite out of crime, which is your face. That's the name of your face. Uh, does an 11 hit? It does not. <laughs> oh. And, <laughs> and it takes a bite out of nothing? I don't know. Uh, all right, go ahead and roll your attack. All right, I'm going to roll. It's a 12 on the die, so 18. 18 hits. Nice. Right. Uh, six and plus one, so seven damage. Ooh, it's, uh, it's looking a little raggedy Andy. Uh, it's uh, definitely seen better days. Um, it is now Errol's turn. Errol, gonna take a five foot step into melee range of both the cockroaches. Um, he's going to swing at the one that uh, Alu did not take a shot at. Fuck, that is a seven to hit. That is a miss. Even flat footed. <laughs> Even flat footed. Yeah, that's bad. I know. Barb, it is your turn. Barb is going to slide up from behind along the wall and also get into melee range. And while she does that, she will unsheath her fire giant's great sword and take a swing at one of the cockroaches. Boom. Sounds excessive. <laughs> oh, that's a natural one. No! <laughs> Time to play a little bit of what rules are they fucking Oof. following on this podcast? On this uh, podcast, yeah. we do have a fumble table created by yours truly. I hope it's a fairly leveled fumble table, but we'll all find out together. But because it is a fumble table that incurs additional penalties, I do like to roll. So go ahead and roll that fumble to see if you confirm it. Big money. Do I add a modifier? Yep. Yeah, just like your normal atta attack, attack okay. again. Awesome, 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't fumble, you just miss. Yeah, you just you miss. Both sides of the what, spectrum. What? Swing! And uh, seemingly as though you felt like you had to roll a d10 for some terrible purpose, you managed to miss. All right, Lillian Fade. Going to walk up behind Poe, um, and I don't think that being near the wall would give her a clear enough visual on the cockroaches. So she's actually going to. Okay, can I be in the space? You can. Okay, she's going to hold her action until she gets a clear shot of a cockroach. Okay. Uh, an alive cockroach. An alive cockroach. So <laughs> in for, case one needs yeah, that to dead specify. cockroach is out there. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and take your shot. <laughs> so for proper terminology's sake, that's called a prepared action. So prepared you hold action. your entire turn. So you move down in the turn order. Mm -hmm. um, if you move, you can prepare an action. So there's the triggering effect and then the effect. So the trigger is if you get a clear shot on a cockroach, you take the shot. 
And if by your uh, next an turn, an alive cockroach, an alive cockroach, an alive cockroach, wink. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll leave the uh, hair splitting to <laughs> to the GM. <laughs> to the GM, and on to the GM. And you <clears throat> see, Errol, you are affronted by this cockroach just above you. How but dare it's you? So very, very mad at a loo. So you just see, and goes to once more try and hit you. Does a does a twenty hit? No, obviously not. Is that good? No. Did not I at all. break it? Please don't. Did <laughs> did did I break it? All right. Let's see what let's see what happens here. Uh, that's going to be a good old fashioned four points of damage. He Fun. is dying and unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were a wizard. I'm so sorry. I'm multiclassed level one. <laughs> I split my hit dice. <laughs> yeah. um, going from that, it is Horgus's turn. Horgus is actually going to take his turn, and he's going to urge uh, Aravashnial to kind of move backwards, and he's going to prepare his action that when Aravashnial is able to, they're going to try and move a little further back into the cavern to protect themselves. It is going to be the other cockroach's turn. He's going to take a good old-fashioned five-foot cockroach step right there. <laughs> you know, as cockroaches do. And he's going to go after Earl. Uh, that is going to be a 14 to hit. Miss. Miss. And he tries to... And nothing seems to come of it. Uh, I believe it's my good friend and yours, Poe's turn. Poe. Here's what Poe came here to Poe, do. Poe, Poe. He takes poke, off poke, 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 a shirt poke, poke. that he didn't have on in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes one eye. out of his bag. <laughs> he, he takes puts off it his on skin. Just to take it off. Take one But look at that muscle definition. Four. So tone. <laughs> yeah, it's his no, actual muscles. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm going to move uh, into the square with Harold and then try to acrobatically not get an attack of opportunity by moving to Ooh, Ooh, that's uh, two acrobatic checks. You're going to have to roll for me there, buddy. Got a natural one. Okay, so that's one attack of opportunity conferred. Nah. <laughs> and then also a uh, 17. 17, so you confer one attack of opportunity. Um, that's a, a gentleman's 14. He got me. I gotcha. Oh, oh no. And you take two points of damage. Right. But don't worry, though you got bit in the butt, as uh, the kids say. I don't have any kids. Uh, you they can go ahead and <laughs> they would say that you can go ahead and attack who you'd like. I'm going to attack Errol. Attack <laughs> Errol. <laughs> He's flanked. Get him! <laughs> it's dark in the cave. <laughs> uh, Not thanks to Errol's to light. literal light shield. I honestly didn't really think about that when I named him, but it works out pretty well. It works out pretty well. I like well. it. I like it very well. well. I'm gonna short sword the northern cockroach. And of course, the the elusive northern cockroach. <laughs> that was a grimace face. Uh, adjusted twenty. Adjusted. Oh, why did you grimace? <laughs> <laughs> I got confused. I was like, oh no, what are you like? I, add? I don't know about that. <laughs> a fifteen plus a two plus a three. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you roll the natural fifteen? A level. Uh, <laughs> there was still math. Yeah. Oh. That's what that's what caused that's the real dress. engineers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three plus two plus three. Yeah. Side of the you, table. you hit this this cockroach. Uh, this the CR one half cockroach. <laughs> its AC is penetrated. Oh. Okay. And we're doing <laughs> so many points of damage. So many points Here we of go. Damage. Uh, Three points of damage. So many. 
And as you get up there, you manage to run its head clean through, and it falls down a dead. And then as its guts come out, ew. <laughs> Reaction is that ew. <laughs> All right, you incur another attack of opportunity for that. Uh, so it's Aravash Nial's turn. Aravash Nial is going to back up. It's going to trigger Horgus to follow him out. It's getting a little bit farther away, moving Horgus in the initiative order. Uh, Anivia, it's her turn. She knocks one of her four um, arrows that she has, and she is going to go ahead and move 5, 10, 15, uh, and go ahead and take a shot with her bow. Natural 20. Uh, no, but it definitely hits. So you, she, you see this arrow seemingly coming out of nowhere, and it hits that cockroach for... <laughs> it's going to be five points of damage, so it definitely, it definitely puts a little ding in that cockroach. Um, it is Alu's turn. All right. So I am going to wrap around the north side to get a clear shot of that cockroach and take another shot at it. It was on a 16, <laughs> and then rolled to a 1. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, uh, roll to confirm, big cat. It was on a 14, rolled to a 4. So, uh, 10 total. <laughs> you roll me a d10. Oh, no! A d10? Oh, a d10, that's, please. That's our first fumble. That's, that's our, our first, first fumble. official fumble. Congratulations, Woody. You lived up to the hype. <laughs> two. <laughs> two. You drop your weapon. But why? But there's a reflex save to avoid. Ooh. So perhaps it bounces off your foot like a good old-fashioned TV remote. You snatch it back out of the air. Let's see what happens. All right, so reflex save. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I rolled a three, so a seven. You rolled a one, and then a four, then a three. With the and, same die. And you sprain your ankle. It's a flavor sprain, so nothing happens. But I want you to feel humiliated. All right, it is Errol's turn. Errol. Um... I think he's good where you hear, he's at. You hear your good friend Alu just drop his bow for seemingly no reason. Click, clack, click to his feet. He shakes his head as a free action <laughs> and then takes an attack at the cockroach. Oy. 11 hit. 11 is a miss. Yeah, figured. Uh, all right, Barb, it is your turn. All right. I will take another whack at the uh, cockroach with my great sword. That's <laughs> confusing. It's uh, 13 to hit. That's a, that so, is also a miss. So it's a bad oof. It's, it's a bad, bad oof. Lillian at home. Lillian, Lillian fade. Every roll is an oof for Barb, so don't be, don't be confused. Um, moving up next to Errol, right. that does not... I mean, that... If that's still passing through. Nope, you're good. Uh, you just take a minus four shooting through uh, someone else's space. Okay. Well, I'll just try it. Try it. I like all of the different reactions <laughs> when we're doing simple math. Does a, does a two hit? 14. 14. Hits exactly. Ooh, yes. I was going to say, we're honing in on that AC. Because we had a 13 miss. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right around the 
Seven. Seven Ooh. points of damage. So as Lillian like saunters up, she's like, duck! And she shoots a bolt, flies over Errol and Barb's head, and connects right with the head of that cockroach, decapitating it completely. And you find yourselves once more victorious over these innocent creatures that just happen <laughs> to live down here in the cave. Hey, well done. Gross. You guys are the best of murderers. I think Poe summed it up when he said it, you. So yeah. they're just yeah. Yeah. bugs. <laughs> All right, so you come to this campsite. You were obviously met with some individuals you know, that weren't super happy to be there, mostly insectoid in nature. But uh, there is various things lying around, bones, backpacks, half-burnt-out campfire. All right. Yeah, let's uh, start perusing. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me that uh, sweet, sweet perception check. Is this for everyone? It's for uh, everyone that is there. So it'll be all, yeah, all of you. I'm switching dice now. It's <laughs> <laughs> our dice jail. It's not going to get any better. Don't <laughs> worry. It's okay. Our dice of fate continue to listen to find out what that means Ooh. is housed on this beautiful 3d printed column in the midst of our table bright golden standing but we do yet, we do not yet have a dice jail <laughs> for naughty dice uh so we'll go around the table real quick errol what did you roll for that perception seven seven so errol is just super into the dead cockroach bodies yeah. uh Alouk. same oh. <laughs> lucky number seven 16 oh poe 18. 18. Barb. I got a 10. I'm just going to stare at the pile of half-burnt sticks from the fire. So Poe and Lillian, as you both tried to skulk around and outbrood each other, you actually... Poe's not broody. That's fair. (laughs) Poe's quite bright. His 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 clothes are a little But Lillian's going to outbrood him anyway. Yeah. She's just like, who cares? And like looks away from the things you clearly see in and amongst the bones. She's going to pull her hood down a little bit further. Over her face. You know, I think there might be something between the two of you. I don't Ooh. know. <laughs> it might be Maybe your, your legal marriage. <laughs> or the years you've been together. But I sense something. So as you both are going through, you find a couple of pretty cool things. So you turn up a torn bedroll. Still usable. Just a little bit, you know, helter-skelter. You also find three candle stubs. These candle stubs can be lit and provide 30 minutes of light each. Not super useful. I will take the candle When you have stops. the ability to <laughs> cast light. You're going to put will. it in your, like, your empty bandolier. You're like, finally, 16 <laughs> slots exactly. to fill. Yeah. <laughs> Four down. Potion yeah, I got three potion candles. and three candles. <laughs> she's going to look crazy when we come out. And, like, <laughs> I feel oh. like she's going to light the candles for performance sake, not because she needs the light. <laughs> she's like, I need to book bind by candlelight I know, only. exactly. <laughs> um, you also have a bent fish hook. 10 feet of badly frayed hemp and rope. Nice. A copper brooch depicting a bat perched on top of a mushroom that seems to have two small stones in its eyes. Um, She would like to inspect the copper brooch. Roll me an appraise check, please. Because this time I'm going to make you roll checks instead of just telling you outright. (laughs) Oh, they are emeralds. You have never been more certain that that brooch is worth 200 gold pieces. You like focused in on it too. You're like, those are amethysts. This is a bat on a mushroom. Like, you know all of it. I know my gems. And then suddenly you realize you're inside of a pretend game (laughs) controlled by a woman who is not you. But then you snap back and you're like, yeah, no, it's a good brooch. (laughs) 
All right, and that, that's all you find. Hey, guys. I found a dull fish hook. <laughs> it's bent, not it's dull. Bent. Oh. found a sharp, bent fish hook. <laughs> Roll a strength check to try and write it. Well, is it bent, like, in a fish hook shape? Because that could be convenient. Well, that's barbed. <laughs> and not barb. It's barbed. That's what confused with barb. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's on me. It's okay. It's not. It's actually bent in a completely straight line. You're like, this is immaculate. (laughs) Like, someone must have done this on purpose, but it seems accidental. Um, Lillian is also going to go ahead and fasten the brooch directly to her cloak. And she's not going to make any attempt to hide it, but she's not going to. She's not going to go up and tell everybody. So you all see this copper brooch that has these amethyst's eyes that suddenly appeared and awkwardly she's standing there looking onward. (laughs) Nice brooch. Thank you. I just found it. It's mine now. Thank you. Um, But yeah, that's that's what you care to find. All right. Shall we uh, go, go deeper? Uh, indeed, you can. All right, I will Into come up cross. to the next two and a half foot ledge that I tower over, um, and before just barreling down the hallway, maybe roll uh, perception checks to make sure I. What's that? You want to just walk right into the <laughs> traps? Oh man, crushed it. So as you look onwards, you see in fact that there's several mounds of rocks that lie in heaps ahead in the opening cavern. Uh, recently fallen from the walls and ceilings, now and then, bits of dust settle from those cracks and the stones above. So, you've only been down here for, I would say, putting together the crutch, taking care of some people, giving them some potions. It's been about an hour or so, and this all happened at midday, so it's maybe 1, maybe one thirty in the afternoon, and you're all just kind of making your way through, and, and you still see that the earth is still a little bit unsettled. Uh... That sounds like it could be a trap. I'm going to roll a perception check. You rolled a perception check, and I I told you what you saw. You can roll a trap finding check. Danger sense. Does she have danger sense as a barb? She does at second level. Oh. Danger. Hmm. Uh, I'm (laughs) going to look back at Poe and say, it seems like there might be a trap back here. <laughs> you push him oh, into hey. it. Could you, uh, in the interest of hey. <laughs> Let me go see if I can sense a trap. <laughs> Puts his arms out of him. Not a trap be gone! Okay. Lovely. It is a 13. 13, yeah, I mean, everything seems fine just ahead of you. No oh boy. Guys, it seems totally fine. I vote we throw a rock to make sure there's no, like, animals and stuff <laughs> just hiding double in down. there. <laughs> Not necessarily for the trap sense, but for the hidden cockroaches, and I'm going to throw a rock. Uh, as you throw a rock, it skitters across the various rubble that is there. You see it clack and move, and uh, though its nature may seem unstable, it does seem as though it has settled into, at least for the time being, uh, a steady state. Mm. Guys, I don't see any cockroaches. Should I forge ahead? Yeah. I poke him from behind. Cockroach, come on. So I know profession engineer, er, no, knowledge engineering is good for the circumstance, but could 
profession engineering be used to determine like the structural stability? Absolutely, of? you could. Ooh, okay, good call. Yeah, so roll, yeah, roll, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Roll to see the structural integrity of the uh, the oh. surface. Ooh, that is a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, as like Poet discerned <coughs> from throwing the rock and stuff, it does seem stable. It seems it might be dangerous, but actually everything's kind of settled into okay. itself. There may be the odd shift happening in the background that pushes some dust out of the cracks and crevices, but that is solely superficial. Okay. But as Poe walks up, you see this snake strike out right at you, and it does a 10 hit. That's not. Jesus. And it it tries to bite you, (laughs) and (laughs) suddenly you're just like, ah, ah, oh, God. Ah. And uh, everyone, roll for initiative. Cobras. Co- ah, cobras. There's snakes on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> this plane of existence. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. Ooh. I like the music. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's harpsichord. Everyone likes a good harpsichord. It's like an 8-bit video game. <laughs> Joke's on you. The harpsichord has way more than 8 bits. 16 to be. 16 to be precise. So, Poe rolled 16. Lillian, what'd you roll? That's not what Poe rolled. Oh. Five. He was talking about 16 bit. Oh, <laughs> 64. Uh, so, what did you roll, Lillian? Five. Five. Nice. Crushed it. Um, Alu. Eight. Eight. Well done by Alu. <laughs> Your dice didn't work. <laughs> I rolled a two. I think it might be user error at I this point. I think it's user error. Poe, what'd you roll? 22. 22. I feel like Nosferatu should be like coming out of I know. (laughs) I agree. This snake is like so wily. This music is amazing. Uh, Barb got a 15. Barb got a 15. And Earl. Earl? Earl. Errol. Errol. Got a 14. Errol got a 14. Red. What if Errol was an Earl? (laughs) The pronunciation. The Earl of Earl. Or We're po. saving the good rolls for the attack <laughs> rolls. Mostly Poe. Okay. <laughs> uh Get him, Poe. <laughs> Get him. Do it. Get I believe him. in you. Don't don't panic. Um, I'm gonna try to find ways. And to... is just rolling raw. <laughs> yeah, she's she's rolled a 19, a 20, and an 18. Yeah, I was gonna she's say been... she's she had like a 27 the first time, 26 last time. Can you loan that D20 to Woody? You really need I would to. really appreciate <laughs> it. I could loan any number of D20s to Woody, and it would all be worthless. So also fair and true. He would paint them with his touch. Anivia's going to move up to where she can get a clear shot. She's going to double move to just on the other side of Poe and double move there. The snake, in the meantime, is going to circle back up. going to strike right at Poe. That's going to be a 15 it hits me. I try to leap out of the way. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, kind sir. If only you had a shirt on. If only. It literally catches you by your oblique. Had there uh, been some sort nice. of puffy shirt, billowy. Your chiseled oblique. Your chiseled oblique. So chiseled. It takes two points of damage, but suddenly you feel this strange <gasps> terribleness wash over no. you. Roll me a fortitude save, please. Oh, no. Please. Pass. 18. 18. For some reason, you managed to shake it off. Just 
So, and in reply, Poe, it is your turn. You bite him. Please bite him. <laughs> Natural attack. <laughs> Minus four. And I five foot step over here and then uh, double short sword him because. Ooh, two weapon fighting. Oh, that sounds like a full round action. It does. So the first one gets. He's neither flanking and he has his dexterity. So I do not get. Your sneak attack. Sneak attack. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So this one's a 16, the first one. That hits. And. Roll damage. Three damage. Three damage. You managed to catch him on the side. And then I'll stab down with the other one and miss with a eight. Eight. Yeah, so that eight does miss. Barb, it is your turn. I will charge, not uh, mechanically charge, but <laughs> flavor, flavor charge. charge. <laughs> you, say, you can't charge in a straight line, so that would be pretty hard. This narrowing um, corridor. Towards the cobra. Right next to Poe. Cobra! It's just a snake, by the way. It doesn't have a hood. You all are just saying it's a cobra. There's lots of venomous snakes. I have knowledge nothing. Time to learn about the nature of snakes (laughs) with Alex. Okay, so this is clearly a pit viper. You can tell. Oh, you know what? It's irrelevant. I rolled a nat 19, and that's a crit. Oh! Uh, Can you make a look here? Can you roll to confirm that? Confirm. Can we tell it's a pit viper because it's in a pit? No, actually, it's the pits <laughs> along its mouth Ooh, that make it a pit natural viper. Natural 17. Oh. Good. <laughs> 22. Well, we got our first fumble and our first crit. That, that misses? Yeah, no, yeah that's so that's that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Get out of my basement. <laughs> we own this home together. Uh, all right, go ahead and roll double damage. I feel like it's not even... You know what? This is how this is going to work. You're about to is roll... Is it my birthday? So it has six hit points left. You're about to roll six d6. This is pointless. <laughs> that snake is dead. Roll it anyway. I want to oh, know. Yeah, what you, you know what? I want to. I want to know what Barb's capable of. You know, <laughs> murder. <laughs> well, we knew that. This is why I have my That's handy morally. dandy calculator. Beep, boop, beep, 12 boop, plus 12 plus 18. 32 damage. Did I? Did I break it? High score. High score. Did what does that it? mean? Did I? Did I break it? He's fine. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome to your first mythic encounter. Yeah. <laughs> a mythic o- pit viper. It opens immediately to a mythic encounter. You turn him into snake mush. <laughs> Can I say I just unnecessarily right down the center, starting like full swing from the top all the way down towards the ground, splitting. As it curves, you curve with it. You just yeah. carve <laughs> an S in its yeah. shape. <laughs> So, yes, mechanically, you carved it from mouth to anus. Indeed, you did. You bisected that bitch. Can we use it as a rope? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. uh, or as boots. I mean, it's a medium oh, creature. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, you could tie it together, I guess. Do you have craft rope? <laughs> you don't? Oh, you have craft armor. Can I wear it as a shirt? <laughs> Roll me a craft armor check. Like a snakeskin shirt. You know what? You know what? If you want to. Snakeskin boots. If you want to do that, that's totally fine. You have to ask Errol. Errol, Errol can make Errol. you some snakeskin armor. Throw me a, a craft armor, please. <laughs> please. Are we really please. doing yes. that? Absolutely, yeah, of, course. of course. He's, He's shirtless. Uh, he has. Oh, that's that's an eleven. You make him night one nice sleeve, but his nipples again are still, still okay. unsheathed to the elements. I Just the way like he likes it. <laughs> wear a snakeskin sleeve. 
Travis, the player, would actually <laughs> wear a snakeskin sleeve. And Poe, the character, <laughs> does again, as well. Yeah. We see this joining. Yeah. It's called method acting, folks. Part of me, uh, yes, really that? interested in doing like a psychoanalysis on your husband. Uh, not just, <laughs> not just, but just on like the whole concept of picking or choosing or character creation psychoanalysis of character creation you know it's what we came here for maybe i don't I know i think yeah people listeners will really enjoy this are we going to keep unintentionally entering into therapy sessions i'm sorry i can't help it <laughs> is this an intervention <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we just decided to ease into we're gonna it. turn it back on the gm that shows- alex <laughs> well i think that you both have some interesting issues that you should speak with one another about I decided to be German because <laughs> I am in no way qualified for mental health reasons. So And neither are the Germans. <laughs> yeah. I thought that, I thought Freud this. was German. Was Freud not German? I, this is why I'm wondering why you went into a German accent <laughs> if for, you have no... For Freudian reasons. Well, I, I watched a lot of Frasia, and has they it, talk a lot about... Freud been, like, disproven? Only all of his theories, though. Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just all of them. There are some... That have also been disproven. Anyways, <laughs> back to what we're doing. That math checks out. That math checks also, out. Also, <laughs> he was not from Germany. He was from what is now in the Czech Republic. Oh, perfect. So Thank he's from Czechoslovakia. Oh, I'm sorry. He was born there. Settled in Vienna. So Austria. <laughs> Austria. I was going to yeah. say. Perfect. Yeah. German accent. Alex wins Austrian. again. <laughs> Solid on point acting. What are you all doing? Sneaking <laughs> forward. Uh, I'm going to roll a knowledge geography for... <laughs> <laughs> Czechoslovakian. Avistan Um, does not have a Czechoslovakia. (laughs) Though Barb is big and burly and possibly the strongest person in the group, she um, is still pretty weak and she's going to let Poe lead the charge, especially because he looks very uh, dexterous and acrobatic. And he has a snake skin sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) Add that to your uh, character sheet, please. It it confers no bonuses. But give yourself a plus one cool check. (laughs) So when you're playing the same character in Star Wars RPG, it'll help. Not vigilance. Charisma. Cool. So cool. Yeah, I feel like that's like intimidating as fuck. One snake skin sleeve. Excuse me. I feel something sparking at the end of the table there that I won't speak to. All right, so you you see this cavern kind of opens up to the east. It continues onward for some time. Uh, You would think with Anivia being kind of hobbled as she is, she continues onward. It takes about a half an hour or so. As you move down the cavernous space, you run into um, this kind of crossroads. One crossroads, things continue onwards. To your right, southernly, but northernly, you see that there is this faint glowing green light. Hmm. Ooh, curious. Anivia, how do you feel? Do you want to go towards the light yet? <laughs> <laughs> it might be daylight. I don't know if you're making a, a, a joke at my expense, but understand that I am a third level rogue and you are a first level rogue and I will pull you inside out. <laughs> also understand that I never joke. I don't know what humor is. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing, really. I'm only a first-level rogue. <laughs> I, I do wish to go in that light, though. If you're going to ask me honest opinions, I, I, I think it might be fun. Can I roll for unintentional bias? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can roll for confirmed bias. Go ahead and Google the exact question you were looking for with your friend to get the exact answer you wanted. Uh, 
Before we <laughs> um, just walk directly towards the screen light, I'll try to roll a perception, but then maybe look at Lillian and uh, give her the nod for. Can I detect can you magic? Help figure this out. Oh yeah. There is there is bad. magic emanating from that from that area. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about evil? Uh, there is. <gasps> you sense an aura of evil. Let's go the other way. I sense something evil from the area with the green light. Oh, man. It's going to be a fucking pain in the ass having a paladin. <laughs> I mean, what? Spoilers? What? Oh, I mean, uh, pain in the ass having a woody. What I say? I mean, that is true. I'm not going to hit anything what? moving forward. So. <laughs> Fail it? every check. It'll be fun. Phrasing. Phrasing. Are phrasing. We... Okay. Hey. Anivia, there's apparently evil over there. Do you still want to go? I think it's best to find all alcoves. If we're trying to make for the surface... Time is of the essence. Hmm. Okay, I'm confused. You want to go to the green evil light? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. There's light coming from there. There is unexorable darkness coming from the other one. Yes, I want to go towards the light. Even though you know the the light is evil. (laughs) Oh, anyone, real quick. Anyone, can can someone roll me a knowledge religion to see if demons are evil? Because I think they are. Spoiler alert. 19. Oh, yeah, so like demons are definitely evil. Totally. Uh, her totally. contrivance to make you roll that definitely showed what's going on. I rolled, Thanks, not that it, I don't know if it matters because everyone else can sense useful things, but I did roll just a general <laughs> perception check. <laughs> what did you roll with that perception check? I got a 16. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see a head inside. Uh, so this faint glowing green aura fills this cavern and it seems as though someone has constructed some sort of building inside of this cavernous space okay it's weird that we yeah like fell like thousands of feet and we're like stumbling upon like campsites and are we by the world wound i don't even want to ask you are not so as far so as far (laughs) as you know the world wound is like a hundred or so miles if not further from cannabis and the normally the river and the wardstone act as a, a pretty good buffer there are incidents of demons passing through and getting to the other side but i mean you know that mark would know that uh but uh yeah this like it seems to be underneath the town are we still headed north you you are so you're heading in the same direction it's just you came to a fork and you all decided to go towards the the green light northernly yeah okay um yeah, Errol's gonna take the forefront. And shoot, shoot. So, Errol, right as you come into that space, you just hear like. And this fly appears out of seemingly nowhere. Uh, shoe fly! Can I take profession bother. entomology? <laughs> is yes. it too late? Is it too late? Yeah, yes, you can. can. I, that real quick? <laughs> I hope this is the last time you all run into a fly, just for that reason. But, uh, yeah, so. A fly suddenly flies down, oh, right into your faces. Go ahead and roll for initiative. Is it a giant fly? It is indeed. It's it seems to be as giant. It's just a as those maggots. Alu, I see that you're not on the map in any facet. So, <laughs> no, you're not. Whoops. Uh, uh-oh. So yeah. you can be pretty strategic right now. Heck, like you've been there. Strategery. Right I'm in the wall. Uh, Anivia rolled another 18. Jesus. 
Did we notice where the fly came from? Uh, it seemed to have come behind the structure, so I'm going to head... Behind the light? Yeah, so I'll go ahead and I'll actually uh, reveal the rest of this to y'all. So you see this big building right in front of you that seems to be housed inside of this cavern. Um, so this fly... Uh-oh. Is probably not going to get to go. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure this will work out just fine. All right. So, uh, Errol and Poe, go ahead and put your uh, your initiatives in there. We'll start from the top. Barb, what is your initiative? Uh, my initiative is 13. I don't see myself. Yeah, she's not on the tracker. Oh no. Maybe if you put your tokens on the map before he had them. Yeah, that sounds sounds dumb. I'm just going to actually, maybe I'll sit out this one. I think we'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. know. I think we need that 32 damage (laughs) for these CR. Lillian, what is your initiative? Seven. Seven. Poe, what are you sitting on? 11. Errol? 24. 24. Still worse than Anivia. Alu? Natural 20, so 26. Whoa! Because I'm a masochist, I rolled the same die that I was rolling one, <laughs> Crap twos, on. and threes on. It was like, you know what? It'll change. It's about it's about time. That is technically how that That's works. That's called statistics, yeah. right? No, don't worry. It's going to be worse from here. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Go ahead. It is your turn, Alu. I'm sure nothing bad is going to ever happen Oh, absolutely to you. not. Um, so I'm going to step north once. Actually, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to shoot through Errol to hit the fly. Take a minus four to that. All right. Natural 17 on the die, so minus four. Uh, so that is a 19 hit. That is a hit. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. So you managed to, to tag that fly, but it's still up and flying. Anivia's turn. She takes out another one of her three arrows left, and she's going to go ahead and shoot. Natural 13 on the die there. Uh, that's going to be with the minus four, because she's kind of shooting around that corner. Thinking wise, she still hits. Good D6 with that short bow. Give me three points of damage on that fly. Shoe fly. Shoe fly. Shoe fly. Don't bother me. Errol, it is your turn. Alright, Errol. It's going to take a five foot step around the fly. Open its backside up for everybody to tag team it. And he's going to take a swing with tag his team back again. more axe. Gross. Ooh, yeah. 17 hit. That is a hit. <laughs> One on a D10. That's nice. Uh, three points of damage. Three points of damage. He's still he's still kicking. He's still chilling. And he's still having a good time. It's Aravash Nial's turn. He's going to hold in case he needs to. Poe, you're up to bat. No, five foot step into oh. a flanking position. Yes. Uh oh. Yes. Pull out my two short swords and poke him twice. <laughs> Take a minus eight to your poke. Sad. For no reason at all. <laughs> uh, the first one's a nine. So you're flanking him. The first one's nine. It's a miss. Just with my right hand, which is always bad. And the next one's a ten. That is also is equally bad. Uh, it's Horgus's you turn. Roll? Horgus <laughs> is going to sit in panic and not do much. <laughs> Lillian, it is your turn. Lillian uh, is going to 
she's going to take out her crossbow. Okay. Um, be an 11. You have not loaded your crossbow since the last time Correct. you used it. So, so she's going to take out her crossbow and then load it. Load that sucker up. It is so Actually, turn. I didn't enter in my initiative, so Oh, could just it is say your turn. Delay my action until well, no, you, the fly. no, you still go before the fly. So I Lillian takes out her fly. crossbow, puts a bolt in there, mm-hmm. ready to go, and then it's Barb, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to step up next to the fly. You're not flanking for the purposes of flanking. Correct. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. (laughs) Grids are hard. (laughs) All right, I'm going to roll. You know what? Uh, Nat 17. Woo! So. Yeah, that hits. Combat's over. All right. Good job. 22 to hit. Does that that hit? Let me check this this first level fly's AC. (laughs) And he's still flat footed because he hasn't acted yet. While you check. That's a a miss. Ooh, that was a bad roll. But you know what a bad roll yields? 11 damage. Yeah. Serious. That is hot garbage. You roll 3d6 plus like seven. Like so many fly swatters. Smack that mother trucker out of the air. Over leveled first uh, level part? Never. It's all right. Your AC is garbage. When I have more than one entomologic creature <laughs> floating and flitting around, I will exact my revenge. So you find yourselves, after having murdered that fly, uh, again in this fun little place, and you see amongst you a single sizable 20-foot tall building remains in the center of this 30-foot high cavern, a bunker-like structure with no windows and walls worked of stone. A 10-foot-long carving of a hammer decorates the building's facade. The ruins of collapsed outer buildings stand to either side. Are there any, like, holes in the structure or... Holes in what what way? Doors. Yeah, there are doors. So there is a door to the kind of uh, northwest. You see, like... Uh, an alcove. Any openings is what yeah. I'm looking there's, for. Yeah, there's an opening that you, opening that you can come into. Okay. In terms of the hammer, uh, is that any sort of religious symbol? Yeah, actually, so go ahead and roll me a knowledge religion. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. That would be, I believe, a 16. Would you roll, Errol? Seven. So, Errol, you would actually know this outright anyway, yeah. just due to your parentage. It is definitely a symbol of Torag. Yeah, Figured. Somehow constructed here deep inside this cave. Could, could someone tell us who Torag is? Torag is the main god of the dwarves. He is the forger. He was said to have made and forged the dwarves before, was it the uh, the Pursuit of Sky? Um, yeah, I think so. That, that occurred. So he is, yeah, most dwarves are. Uh, and you'd assume, because you're not entirely sure what Errol, uh, who he celebrates or who he's part of, that he'd probably be a worshiper of Torag, because his armor doesn't seem to tell you anything otherwise. So Alu's going to look at Errol and say, You dwarf, that I don't know your name yet. Do you recognize what kind of structure this might be? You know what, that's a great question, Woody, <laughs> that you just raised with your facetious sentence uh, so you all you all have a sense of who each other are uh, the four of you who decided to initially uh, volunteer for the crusades which is Lillian Alu Barb and Errol would all know each other maybe perhaps from basic training or just from the introductory period about before you went off to the storm front and then you 
sorry, Warfront, not Stormfront. Uh, and then <laughs> it's kind of stormy. There was it is stormy. There was red lightning, and then yeah. you would all also know your good friend Poe. He's a courier around town. You see him everywhere. Him and his horse travel do make their rounds. And so you, you've heard of each other. Maybe you don't know much else, but, but your faces are recognizable, to say the least. So then I'll say, Dorf, who I know whose name is Errol. Nailed it. <laughs> what, yeah. do you We're going to wreck on that. That is, the, that is the quality role play people <laughs> you tune can expect for. out of all of us. Oh, look, a hammer. Hey, person I definitely know, don't know. <laughs> uh, pretty much ask, Errol, do you know what kind of structure this is? It looks like a symbol of Torag, no? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Errol definitely recognizes the symbol of Torag, and, um, I mean, outside of that, uh, don't know why the structure was built here, but that, that was definitely a symbol of Torag. Yeah, you're not I entirely mean, sure what's going on. Yeah, so, and, and kind of with that, like, Errol's gonna, um, kind of like, he's already kind of heading around, like, the east wait, side wait, wait, of this wait. building. Should we turn off? our lights and just let the green light illuminate the way and perhaps not yeah we can do that attacked by is green light things? bright enough to illuminate everything mm. or how would we treat it um it would it would definitely be dim light mm. dim light oh, okay mm. yeah uh, maybe we want the light <laughs> i mean i think at this point like <laughs> announcing our presence and trying to be stealthy like i don't know if that's murdering <laughs> that fly <laughs> yeah um, Die, fly. Now be stuffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm the best at this. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about the clanging of combat. You all notice, while you're all talking and milling about, you, you see Anivia. She looks up at this grand symbol of the uh, hammer, and she trembles a little, like not seeming from pain, but, but it's it's only for a moment. And, and she hides it very quickly after the fact, but you, you definitely notice that something's amiss huh. what's happening with her. Quick point of clarification. Is the green light coming from the symbol? No, the green light is actually coming from the fungus that lines the walls of the cave uh, all around the structure okay. in the building. Oh, the building in and of itself, you don't know if there's light inside, but, but where you are, the, the fungus is illuminating. That's a good question. Maybe we should roll like a knowledge nature on that fungus before. I think that yeah. Lillian wants to do that. We have an empty potion bottle. Uh, well. Fill it up with fungus. <laughs> <laughs> I have an empty one. Well, somebody in the, the party has I gave the potion of pure light to Orgus. So can we save the we can, we can give it back to yeah, Lillian to so she can fill Arabashi another one oh, of her yeah, slots. I will take that empty vial so what was, uh, What would you roll there? Uh, I rolled a 13. 13. Wait, is it perception? Wait, what was it? It was, it was knowledge, knowledge nature. nature. Knowledge nature is much better than that. It was a an 18. 18. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, so you look and you notice, notice that it's a normal bioluminescent fungi, which is fairly normal. Uh, the worries with these, which you were fair to be suspicious of, tends to be that the spores they release can cause like hallucinatory or cognitive like function impairing oh. things but these ones do not have that effect they solely seem to be things that move across through channels and not through spores so you'll notice that there's actually a very tight-knit network in, in and amongst all the fruiting bodies and it does not seem that much is hanging in the air I definitely would like to bottle that shit <laughs> 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 Um, is there a way that Lillian can just like carefully? You can roll me a uh, profession herbalist check for that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I 
So you do manage to bottle it in the empty potion of cure light wounds that you have. So the way that that works is it gives off about 10 feet of bright light just inside the bottle and then 10 feet of dim light. So you can use it as kind of like an ever-burning torch. And what is it called again? It's it's just bioluminescent fungus. Bioluminescent fungus. Um, So while she's bottling that, um, I... Barb looks over to Anivia and says, uh, are, "Are you okay?" Oh, oh, I'm fine, my dear. It's it's uh, no, it's it's nothing. Don't don't worry about me. Uh, sense motive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but seriously, though. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. You shake her violently. Spurious. Yeah, Can run. I do roll a that diplomacy sense. check roll to try sense, to roll sense motive. Oh, okay. I would like to do the sense motive too, just because like Simbotorag is yeah. kind of. Dwarven people's things, and she seemed to kind of shudder at it. So, I'll, I I got a thirteen. Thirteen I'm rolling, fucking nonsense. You mean like me? Nice jail. Yeah. Neither of you are actually able to convey what's what's going on. She seems to to stow it away enough to where you're like, all right, maybe maybe it's just the circumstances. Since I'm next to her, could I potentially roll a sense motive as well? You can as well. I don't have any modifier, so yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. She's yeah. she seems like she's doing okay. But I'm gonna take a mental powder. note of that. Um, one thing I'd like to do real quick is uh, to Lillian and to Anivia to say, do either of you need more arrows? I see that you're both shooting, but I don't know how many you have left. Well, I have is, about 12 in this backpack. While this is all happening, Horgus actually rolls his own sense motive. Ooh. And uh, with a 22 adjusted, he manages to discern he didn't get a, a natural 22? He, he got a 13. He's a <laughs> plus, 22. He has a plus nine to sense motive. He has many Ooh. skills, maybe not in combat, but otherwise. And Horgus is like, now, dear, don't don't be so divisive with your meanings. I know that that symbol holds great appeal to you. Would you be so kind as to explain to the rest of the party what's going on inside that little mind of yours? She seems pretty apprehensive. Um... But she like kind of looks away. She's just like, "That's that's just my wife, ah, Beth. She she was on guard, and she's on the surface. And I I don't know if she made it. And that just reminds me of the fact that she may very well be gone. And Horgus like kind of scoffs. He's like, "Well, now, now, such." Small matters should be left to people who otherwise need to be concerned. And you you see that she, like, kind of bristles at this. She gets, like, pretty upset. And she just turns to him and is like, Oh, Juno, you have no one. You are nothing but ex- except someone who's festooned by pride. Uh, you, you have your riches, but you're alone. You're, you're more alone than anyone could ever possibly be. And he just turns to her like, Oh, my dear, you always... You're always getting so worked up over nothing. And then this this fight starts to escalate where eventually they're screaming at each other over what's happening. Uh, Barb will insert herself in between them because she's huge and she's a peacekeeper. Everybody just calm down. <laughs> I'm trying and to like, sh- 
put my arms together and stuff them in between and spread my arms to kind of get some distance in between them. <laughs> and they both fly back and hit the walls on either side of the cavern. <laughs> and, and they're dead. Not, and yeah. they're dead. Uh, you get 400 XP for killing two humans. Uh, no, a level so three rogue. You just killed a level three rogue. That's, so that's worth so a lot. You insert yourself and you, you say, go ahead and roll uh, diplomacy with a plus two. Oof. And Alu would like to, to aid if possible. I'm just like, please listen to her. Go ahead and roll aid. Fifteen. So that's that's plus two. So that's plus four total. <laughs> uh, uh, eleven. Eleven. Yeah, you don't seem to be able to talk any sense into him. Okay. So anyone else in the party want to do anything? Um. Could I interject? You know, interject again. He's like, please listen to me. If you can explain to me how you're interjecting differently, I'm happy to do so. This is senseless fighting right now. We are in the pit of a demon, potentially a demon's lair. We need to work together get through this. Please, and, and just for now. She pushes past Barb, and she's like, you have been kowtowing to us, man, the entire time we've been down here. He is nothing. He is worthless. If he was to die bashed across these rocks, we would be just fine for it. He is a worthless bureaucrat. We need everyone we can to help us to get out of here. He may be helpful later on. We don't know. What I do know is the more people we have, the better chance at success we are to get out of here. Hearing what you say, she pulls back and kind of recomposes herself. Go ahead and re-roll that. That would be a 19. 19. And you manage with your second or front to calm them down. Calm them both down. And they kind of sit there and he goes, You know why? I didn't mean anything bad. I, I apologize. I tend to find myself poking holes in people when I find myself in uncomfortable situations. You know you're Beth and I are of a nature to make sure that the best in people is found in and amongst these towns. I, I, I do apologize. And, and Nivea like, doesn't say anything. She kind of just like turns her nose up, turns around and, and goes and, and kind of walks towards the entrance mm-hmm. to the uh, building still seems like something's a little off like she looked at a hammer and she well what i'm kind of gleaning from that is that like maybe her wife is a dwarf and Uh, that's why it reminded her is there anything we could roll to discern that that's just metagaming talking you could i mean you could talk to the members of the party that seem to know her uh you could talk to horgus you could talk to maybe aravashneon and they could at least explain other things to you she seems to like set herself aside for for a bit yeah and I don't think I would want to pry anyway. So, um, I mean, definitely like her reaction towards the symbol of Torag would like Errol would take note of that. So, um, but yeah, seeing the, like, yeah, the emotion that's coming from Anivia, like, I don't want to, yeah, pry. So, um, I think we'll more of a mental note. Lillian's gonna pry. <laughs> she's, she's gonna go well. over to Horgus. <laughs> there goes that. She's gonna go to Horgus and she's gonna pat him on the shoulder and she's gonna say, "That was a dick move." <laughs> and then she's going to like Cast rub him a little wounds. bit and then say, "Is she gonna be okay?" Well, I don't know. She uh. She seems a little more tightly wound than one might be, but I, I guess I understand with the circumstances being what they are and as they are, that it's a dire circumstance and it's tough to speak to her exact situation. 
this still seems like intentionally vague, but I no it, it does. It does, and it does seem like he's purposefully <laughs> padding uh. it out. Um, you don't know what he does, but he is, of course, a member of seemingly uh, a higher noble class, and you know in those classes information is power, mm. and to hoard that power is worth something. If you want, you can try and roll a diplomacy check to see if you can get information out of him. <laughs> it's not going to look so great. That's is this more of an oof <laughs> than an oof, then? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Like don't a, take my thing. Like an oof. I got one thing. Um, it was an eight. It was an eight. Yeah, again, he, like, we speak to him and he's like, I can't speak to what's going on with her. Perhaps it's just the duress she has since experienced in recent times. Lillian's hmm. gonna squint her glowing eyes and walk <laughs> away. And he goes, your eyes are absolutely resplendent. But by all means, please avert your gaze because it is off-putting. <laughs> Anyone else, Poe? Poe's gonna put away his swords, walk <laughs> over to Anivia. That was so sad. Do you need a hug? <laughs> she like turns down her eyes and she's like, you know what? I, I wouldn't be opposed to such a thing. Aww, give her a hug. And she takes the hug in kind. <laughs> and didn't you feel maybe a little bit of a, a trouble? Just of someone who's worried, someone who's anxious. Okay, I'm going to take my swords back out. <laughs> After the hug's over, yeah, that's yeah. right. We're gonna <laughs> sneak attack roll to He slyly pulls out a dagger. <laughs> Mid hug, I find the weak point in her rib cage yeah. <laughs> between the first and second and rib, where it's weakest. And you just hear Poe go, "I'm the only rogue in this." <laughs> <laughs> She came to her wounds. Oh no! While he's comforting her in her sadness, he's trying to like steal stuff from off her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she she does appreciate it, and she she takes a moment to compose herself. But she has like a sly smile your your way, and again uh, puts herself back together <laughs> to continue onwards. Should we open this door? Yeah. I'm gonna, right. op- I'm gonna open this door. And and she she turns to Alu and she's like. Can I bother you for, for an hour or two? I, I'm running quite low. Absolutely. How many do you need? We have 12 extra. I'll take uh, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be greedy. <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll take 10 then. That's, that's an easy 10. I'll, if you could make a date. How about we roll for it? If you could give me about the four. Uh, a, a solid six would be worth it. Absolutely. Dillian, yeah. do you need some too? She, she has, has bolts, bolts. not arrows with crossbow. But we do have an engineer. And hey. you have to and, modify and you, arrows. To and there's so much wood. I have wood. craft weapons. <laughs> just take all the time. The rest of the time today, just switching them over. You hear above you, someone <laughs> definitely go, Canaveras has fallen. No one came to save us. As you are slowly <laughs> whittling <laughs> arrows into bolts over the next two to three days. You're like, if only there were heroes. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, it's, it's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah. Well, you, time to move on. We are going to be running. <laughs> yeah, right. And this is going to be, I don't know, Hell's Rebels. Because uh, you guys just Moving got turned on. evil. Um, what are we doing? Opening the door. Yeah, oh, Errol, yeah Errol's standing right at the front of the door. Um, you, you knock on the door. 
You don't knock on the door. Excuse yeah, me. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was like, you Whoa. moved. Hello. <laughs> you moved to open the door, and it seems uh, stuck. Ooh. Uh, Is it like cracked? Don't? It's not. It oh. seems. Yeah. It seems uh, wedged. Um, maybe one of you with deft hands could open this door for me. You mm. you notice the door does not have to seem like there's no like doorknob or locking mechanism. It seems whatever behind it is uh, holding it shut. Hmm. Is it what what is it made out of? Is it wood? Made out of stone. Stone. Can I do maybe like uh well I'm gonna detect magic on it to see if there's anything magical like on it or right behind it and then can I do like a stone cunning afterwards as well? Yes. Uh, so detect magic. Uh, you detect faint auras of magic. They do not seem to be door specific, but in this room and and perhaps deeper in. Okay. And then uh, yeah, stone cunning. That is a stone cunning. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, so you sense that this building is incredibly old, uh, older than it has any right to be, several hundred years. So it's again even stranger that you find it in this space. the The door in and of itself looks as though like, you go up and down the seams that it is meant to be moved like any kind of door, the heft of it to keep it closed, but the heft is not meant to keep it locked. So it is unusual hmm. that it, it cannot be opened. Okay. Well, I mean, like I kind of just like gently pushed on it. So I'm going to like really put a shoulder into it. And then um, since there's no uh, like keyhole or anything to try to pick into, I'll invite Barbara over. Okay. So, so you can Big try, lady. You can try a here. strength check if you'd like. Yes. Or and, uh, I can have Barb do it and I'll try to Assist. Okay, yeah, that's right. By all means. Alright. Oi, big lady. <laughs> Over here. She uh, and, and Barb, as her eyes are typically Barb, big towards lady. the ground, sees him um, looking at the door and kind of taking in how we're going to get through and see that sees that it's a heavy door and um, reluctantly comes over because I find myself a lot of the time pushing open doors and not liking what's behind them. I could push open the door oh, if you want. I'll come help. Check for handles. Uh, and I, will. Are, I mean, are you <laughs> doing okay on life? Is that why you're... No, it's like, you know... As Just a, she's timid. Yeah, as a large person, whenever there's like a heavy door or a door that's not supposed to be opened, I'm usually the one opening it. So it's just like flavor reluctance. It's like know? when you walk up to like a <laughs> seven foot tall person. It's like, you hey, know. do you play basketball? No, 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 no. It's like, so it's, so it's Barb. It's, it's Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, Mountain Dew, Co Red, Mountain Dew, Reluctance. It's just flavor reluctance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, am I going to get an assist? Yeah, I'll roll for you. I can. Nope. Do, do you want me to push? <laughs> On you while you push. One other person. One other person can assist her. Uh, I was gonna say, can everyone just like in a line be pushing on each other? No, that <laughs> the space doesn't allow for it. It's assisting with strength. Yes. Okay. Ooh, eighteen on the dice, so nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so that's plus two, Barb. Fourteen. I did not roll well. You you can't seem to open it. Uh, what if I? take my fire giant's great sword and stuff it through the crack and try to use like lever arm type situation with my strength for one last try but in a slightly different way uh you still don't manage to because the strength check assumes that you're doing all that kind of stuff to open the door in the first place um so you you get to the door and it seems unable to open and you hear like in the background what are you, what are you doing over there i i hear the distinctive sound of somebody trying to push a giant stone door. <laughs> what does it, it sound like? 
Is, is this a Aravash nail? It is Aravash nail. Uh, oh, yeah, so I'm going to... Uh, Aravash nail, we can't seem to get this door open. Um, you keep claiming you have potent magics. Do you happen to have a knock spell? Well, not not precisely. And he comes over, and he like wanders pretty slowly. Uh he kind of gets out of the grip of Horgus, and then at some point in time, Horgus like realizes he shouldn't just leave him be where he's sitting. <laughs> he stumbles and falls yeah. face first into the wall, <laughs> um, and he goes, "But, but I do, I do have have this." And he reaches out his hand and he touches the wall, and nothing happens. And he goes, "You seem much more stony than you would otherwise, my dear lady. But, <laughs> but, but please don't be, please don't be resistant to my magics." And I and I like reach my hand out and just gently guide his hand over to my shoulder. <laughs> oh, my! Oh, my! My greatest apologies. And he uh, he casts heroism on you, and you Ooh. feel this plus two morale bonus rip through your body. And uh, go ahead, try the strength check again. All right. Both of you can try to assist once yeah. more. Oh, thank goodness. All right. Do you, do you all want to try to add? Nope. That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> Same here. On the homie. pass, hard pass. Uh, that's a 21. 21. Ooh, and so, like, wow. he comes over and he imbues you with this power, and you just feel, like, the strength rage through you, and you <laughs> move the door almost the completely off of its hinges. What's more important to note is uh, for the next hour, you have a plus two morale bonus on attack rolls, saves, and skill checks. Nice. Is that just for her? It's just for her. Okay. It I didn't is, know if it, that was like a... It is a touch. Pick spell. target. Nope. Yeah, it is pick target. To all skill checks? To all skill checks, all <laughs> attack rolls, and I saves. I am invincible. <laughs> and I like flex my arms and look down at my biceps. <laughs> and kiss, like, each kiss each one. <laughs> you get attacked by something that is super, super duper easy. Okay. So you walk in. A stone bench lines the southern wall of this chamber. So right around here. Um... So southern men lines the southern wall of this chamber. At the far side of the room, a basin of water uh, sits atop a stone pedestal. A stone door engraved with an image of a hammer stands to the north. So you see this additional stone doorway here. And you see a water basin there. Does it look like the same door that we just opened? Uh, it does not. It, it is definitely carved out. It's... Uh, more fantastical than the last one. The last one was like kind of sheared, worked stone. This one has clearly been carved with purpose. It seems like wherever you are, wherever you're trying to be, it's more purposeful. Okay. Um, the water, um, is that where that magic aura is coming from? I don't know. Are you detecting magic? Yes. As you detect magic, you do feel as though a small also, that I think sweet, Alu, sweet now water. that we're closer to this building, um, he'd like to, again, detect evil and see if it's either coming from the water or maybe further inside the building. You feel it coming from the northern area. You need to step into that building to feel it, though. All right. You are, you are Do you feel it? Oh, I feel it. Yeah, so you, oh. you definitely feel that the aura is stronger, but to the north. Okay. Uh, I will <laughs> let everyone know. Oh, everyone, be ready. I sense some evil oh. potentially further in the building. Right. Make sure you load your crossbows. Don't worry. Wink, it's wink, nudge, loaded. nudge. <laughs> Maybe draw your weapons and it's load your It's been loaded and drawn since the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I've just like had it out. 
<laughs> you guys want a I'm piece ready. of this shit? <laughs> Hang on. I got to reload it. <laughs> Since that 1980s movie, The Fly? Yeah. You see Jeff Goldblum appear out of a matter transporter, <laughs> seemingly changed for the worst. Um, but yeah, that's what you feel. So you feel a slight aura of magic coming off of that water, and you feel a uh, evil aura coming from the north. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call for Lillian. L- Lillian, I sense some magic coming from this this water fountain. Could you take a look at it for me? Uh, Lillian just like dips a hand in. Oh, it's acid. <laughs> or is it basic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Another engineering that, question. I don't uh, I uh, nothing seems to happen. Okay. Um. Could you maybe roll like a spellcraft check on it? <laughs> see what? No, see why it's magical? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Can you meta for me for a minute? How is that different than, than, like um. A knowledge arcana or a, uh, or a they're so both kind of the same. Actually, knowledge arcana is more or less the same. It's just knowledge arcana tends to be uh, focused on perhaps an individual or like an apparition that's existed. So it's like your knowledge of creatures and things of the like that come from the magical world. Spellcraft has more to do with things that have been imbued with magical power. So like more in identifying objects. Yeah. magical things. Spell scrolls, and those two potions. those are different from detect magic? Detect magic Let's just you know tells you. if it you. is magical, yeah. and then spellcraft tells you exactly why it is. it's magical. Okay, okay, thank you for clarifying. Of course. And spellcraft it is. Um, that is an adjusted 20. Woo! It is a holy water. Ooh. Specifically, it is a lawful good holy water. <gasps> okay. Okay, she's going to drink some. Drink some. It it doesn't it doesn't seem to do anything. It burns good your or throat because you're evil. <laughs> but she was thirsty, so you feel sated. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, or satiated because they mean the same thing. Do I have? satiation to... was with hunger. Uh, they both technically mean the same thing. Fair enough. Yeah. Chris, uh, anyway. Laundry. Um, so the water is specifically lawful good. So if you are lawful good and drink it, does that have an effect? It, or? it, it doesn't, it seems to have an alignment to it. Um, it seems as though it was blessed for the purposes of this temple of Torag. Okay. So it, it doesn't confer anything negative to living good creatures. I'll just refill my water skin um, because yeah, I'm gonna when do the same. Aravashniel was trying to drink out of the water skin initially, he did a really poor job because he's blind uh, and emptying oh, my water skin. <laughs> Way to put the blind elf on blast. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Can't even drink water. Like a person with normal eyes. Have you seen that YouTube eyes. video of how to drink water and there's like 70,000 views? views. <laughs> yeah, you ever feel useless? Look at this video. How yeah. to drink water. There was a, a YouTube video that came out recently and it was like, how to open a door and this guy was like oh thank god he's like ever since the how to close the door tutorial i've been locked in here <laughs> just hoping and praying someday yeah. that the how to open the door tutorial would follow yeah you release those in pairs it's irresponsible yeah. otherwise how dare you so yeah you uh you fill barb and errol fill their water skins and do you and, also and and yes. fill their water skins with it y'all don't have water skins because oh. you lost everything in the accident. I'll take a handful. I mean, is that not something that you keep on your person? Like, nope. tied to, no? That's no. in your bag? No. Okay. Unless you, you didn't find any water. I pull skin. out my camelback. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's on me at all times because I'm prepared for adventure. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, unfortunately, you don't seem to have a water skin. You can drink from it, though, because I'm sure you're all very thirsty at this yeah. point. Yeah. I'll take okay. a handful, a scoop. Yep. 
Uh, Poe, what are you up to? Um, Poeing around. Guard. <laughs> What'd you say? Watching guard. <laughs> <laughs> out here. In case more flies. Mm-hmm. Are, you just watch- are you watching Lillian, who is standing guard? So you're watching guard? I mean, there's something going on between the two. So That's true. Hey. Uh, and then Lillian, Lillian, what are you up to? <laughs> um, I can't even say. Oh, Lillian's back here. I'm sorry. She drank the water, so okay. she's over there. Um, she is checking out the store and trying to sense what's behind it. Uh, you do sense something magical on the other side of the door. However, you're not entirely sure what its nature is. And then from what Alu said, it's definitely uh, evil in nature. Can we oh, splash holy was... water in its eyes? <gasps> that was onto the, the inanimate door, by all means. Not the, lo- not yeah. the fungus. But anyone who has any type of uh, container, maybe, maybe fill it with some water. Vine. Some holy water. Holy grenade. I don't think uh, we have any. Holy hand yeah. grenades. This, this might be a dumb question. Would I be able to take my arrowheads and just kind of like dip them in the holy water? So you're, you're unable to use them in that fashion. Okay. I do believe that you had a flask that you used earlier that was for cure light wounds. What did you fill that with? We filled the, it with the, the mushrooms. mushrooms. With the fungus. So you can yeah. empty out the fungus and put it in there, but otherwise that is the only container you currently hold. And your mouth. Is it dark in <laughs> here, by the way? Uh, it I is, mean, I still have door... light cast yeah. on okay. stuff. So. Actually, you turned it off because um, you were sneaking. And... No, I said we weren't going oh, to sneak okay. because we it was joking. pointless to do <laughs> oh, that. Then you're good. Then you totally Because there's eight of us with like the, heavy the armor light... and like That's fine. injured people. Like, the... There's no <laughs> point sneaking. We are sneaking. <laughs> well, to be fair, the blind guy doesn't need light, so That's it's not totally true. unfair. That's messed up. Um, <laughs> all right. I am going to take a vote if everybody would like to gather around. <laughs> I love this. And she presents the uh, vial of fungus. Fill it with water. Option three. My lord. lord. (laughs) What is is option three? Free, my lord, free. (laughs) Anybody else? Fill it with water. Fill it with water. Holy water. The power of holy water. uh, I just give like a shrug, like an unknowing shrug of, Thanks, Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she makes the greatest Ooh, chocolate. Barb neutral. makes a good point. We're keeping the fungus. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's she's gonna reluctantly dump the uh, empty the fungus out of the bottle and fill it with holy water instead. All right, so you now have a flask of holy water. Okay. Uh, Errol is going to examine the store to see if there's any. Easy way to open it other than brute force. This door seems as though like you kind of tap it and it seems to swing more effortlessly uh, okay. than the one before. Stone cutting. I don't know. It's okay. definitely a door. It's with a stone a, door. The symbol of Torag on it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I mean, I think I should maybe lead the charge on this. One, because I'm kind of the frontline guy. And then two, Torag is kind of like the dwarven... All right, so, get, Duty, so everyone, everyone move, get no, everyone get in a marching forward. order then for me. I see Lillian's up front right now. Yep. I can be behind. Um, can? Are, can we yeah. share spaces? Or no. no, you cannot. Okay, I'll just be behind. I'm gonna. Yeah, Do, really I'm quick. Gonna. Does Lillian know of the effects of holy water, <coughs> like roll, inherently? Uh, roll me knowledge religion. Anyone who, because you're all in the room drinking the water. Yeah, I'll do that. I don't think I've rolled above like a six this entire time. That's the heart pounding media everyone's tuning in for. Yeah. All <laughs> being terrible at Crushing rolling. it. 
Anyone else? I feel Woody and I are just combating. I for... feel ashamed as a paladin. I don't know what holy water does, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the two divine casters. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to just give it to y'all. <laughs> uh, so I rolled works, a nine if it matters. It works like a, uh, a flask. So if you were to throw it and it was to break, like a flask of alchemical fire or like a flask of acid, whoever you throw and hit with, um, it does 2d4 damage. Uh, to creatures who are undead or evil outsiders. It also does, within five feet of the point where the flask hits, everyone takes one point of splash damage. To undead or evil? Undead or evil outsiders. Outsiders, so specifically. Like a, yeah. Small holy grenade, if you will. <laughs> uh, holy hand grenade. So not barb. Evil, evil barb. <laughs> is it just like Aww. a rabbit inside Spoilers. this room? <laughs> Indeed. You, you see that there is a rabbit and a, a white rabbit crew from the BBC <laughs> yeah. who was murdered so by a man on horseback. <laughs> so as we stand and take an hour to drink from the holy water, nice. Barb uh, kind of stares over at the door and uh, looks in between um, Errol and the door, kind of like Wimbledon eyes back and forth a couple times. Yeah. Like, you gonna yeah. <laughs> let's let's do this. I have my greatsword out. And Errol, I have my crossbow. In preparation, tells everybody to gather around, and he casts virtue on the entire party. Oh. You want to read those hot, hot stats about virtue? Buddy? Yeah. So it's actually a cantrip, so I can cast as many times as I want, but it only lasts for one minute, but it's one temporary hit point. One so temporary oh, just cool. a little little boost to everybody, just in case. That's hey, fair. level one. All right. So, um, so yeah, virtue. so he's going to... Stand around and cast virtue on everybody so it lasts for one minute. And uh, then he's going to just kind of push open the door and step right in. As you step into the door, the broken stone bench uh, that lines the narrow room is set in the middle of it. The air is cold and stale, and thick layers of dust cover the floors and benches. In a large altar at the far end of the room, you see a figure. What? kind of figure. It's a humanoid figure, bent and dried. Its skin gray and pallid, its clothes desiccated and crusty. Can we roll our perception check to see if we know? And that's where the detect magic is coming from and the detect evil, I assume. As you zoom in on it, yeah, you feel that's where it's coming from. Actually, the detect magic is actually coming from up here, but the detect evil is coming from there. We didn't see the ping. Oh, sorry, wrong layer. And maybe maybe describe it a little bit. So the detect magic is coming from the top right corner, which is empty, seemingly. Okay. But the detect evil is coming from that bench on the right side in the middle of the room. Okay. Hmm. Um, I'm going to call for Alu to come into the room. Alu, come in here. I need your help. So Alu will mosey on up next to... And he says... You seem to have more experience with evil things. And then he puts his hand on his shoulder and casts protection from evil on a loo and says, go check it out. I got your back. All right. <laughs> so what does protection from evil do exactly? Uh, it does a lot of things. Oh, cool. Um, great question, Woody. <laughs> Uh, you get a plus two deflection bonus to AC, plus two resistance bonus on saves. Uh, you get saving throws for spells or effects that possess or exercise mental control. 
And third, prevents bodily contact by evil summoned creatures. This causes the natural weapon attacks of such creatures to fail and the creature to recoil if such attacks require touching the warded creature. So, because you pretty much detected that it was evil, like you get a plus two bonus against like AC and saves against it. And then if it is a summoned creature, then it can't even touch you. Damn, but, Daniel. Yeah, but just a little, a little boost since you, you know the evil ways of whatever the fuck this is. So, and he's going to move up with you like in tandem as we yeah. inspect this thing. And if I could, if we move up, am I able to perceive if this person is, or whatever it is, if it's alive or living? Uh, roll me perception. So you two move up in the room a little, yep. and then what's everyone else doing in the back? The three... Uh, locks up and peeks his head in the door. And so the three NPCs are going to chill outside for the moment. And they are flanked and killed by flies. Where was everybody else? We need help. Yeah, Barb steps in. Um, right. She's kind of bringing up the rear of the group right next to Poe, but we're all kind of in there now. Okay, so so you're all in the room now, mm-hmm. uh, approaching from the south region, about 10 feet or so in front of you, sits the body next to the altar, bent in prayer, sitting unmoving. Okay. Um, hmm. Did, can I just roll a perception check to yeah. see, like... Yeah. Uh, actually, it, like since motive. Oh no no no! It's it's evil. We know it's evil, right? Uh, you, well, evil it's or... alignment is evil, but. But do we know if it's evil or the altars? You don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. So perception is. Oof. Is it a good or a bad oof? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. You see that, though it seems still and unmoving. In fact, it's twitching. Yeah. I will somehow convey that to the group. Guys, I think it's alive. I think it's twitching. You just hear like... say hi. (laughs) So, Alu's going to look around and make sure everyone kind of looks ready, silently nodding. I'll draw my arrow back and call out, You, who are you? And it turns, and as Errol approaches it on its right side, it's opens its eyes, these bright green, unseeing eyes, and lets forth this unfathomable wail of just... (laughs) (laughs) And it turns and immediately tries to claw at you in the surprise round. Uh, That is a 20 to hit. That hits, yeah. All right, so first and foremost, it does five points of damage. It grabs you, and as you feel its fingers dig in past your armor, you feel this ichor flow through it. Roll me a fortitude save, please. Um, is this a spell or spell like a bow? It is not. Is it a poison? It is not. Fortitude. Yeah, fortitude, please. Fourteen. You feel as though its claw that digs into you seemingly has no effect. Oh, Alright, everyone, roll for initiative. I mean, like, if we were prepared, like... 
trying to I, engage it, like to get a. I should have specifically called out that I was kind of surprise attack, preparing like, action if he was gonna. Move. Yeah, but you. Uh, but I didn't. But Errol moved in. Like while Alu was like relaying these things, it just turned and attacked you. Okay. Good Yeah, good All right, let's start from the top. <laughs> Lillian, what did you roll? 22. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Poe? 21. 21. Errol? 28. 28. Oh, natural 20. Woof. Nice. Uh, Barb? Uh, that's a 10. That's, that's a solid 10. <laughs> <laughs> and a Lou? 17. All right, starting from the top. Arrow Light Shield is your turn. All right. Obviously, Arrow's not too happy about this, and he uh, takes a swing with his Dwarven War Axe. Ooh. 13 to hit, flat-footed? Uh, it's surprise round, so it's not flat-footed. Oh. Uh, it is Damn, 13, okay. Uh, Lillian, it is your turn. Okay. I have a technical question. Is it... Um, Considered a free action or full action to take out um, my familiar? Uh, your familiar acts on its own turn. It's a free action to command your familiar, and then the familiar can appear. Okay, that's what I would like to do. Okay. Um, so so I'm... then have the familiar roll its own initiative. Okay. Um, Go ahead and throw, throw your familiar on the board. Um. Before that happens, is there any type of like knowledge or anything I can roll on this? Because I don't think I did when we walked in. You didn't. It'd be a knowledge or religion. Okay. I just want to see like what this creature is. Uh, 13. 13. You're not entirely sure. Okay. Uh, so, out of your sleeve, Luna flies. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I don't see an initiative modifier. Yeah, because I had oh. her. There she is. Boom. Uh, the initiative modifier should be her dex bonus. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean initiative modifier. I just meant I didn't see her thing, but yeah. Okay. Boom. All right. So you ask her to fly out of your sleeve. She does. Uh, as a free action, it is still your turn. Um, And uh, where's our little skelly friend on the altar? Yep. Yeah. He's right okay. there in the middle of the all. I'm, I'm going to just take that um, that like crossbow that I've loaded and ready <laughs> <laughs> and shooter and that is a an 18 18 so uh, you shoot <laughs> hits go ahead and roll for damage one one you hit it but something seemingly unnatural stops your bolt mid strike and almost none of it seems to get through hmm. Poe it is your turn Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> His heart rate's elevated. Or, Poe, my heart rate's elevated. <laughs> and I take a standard action to transform into my more natural <gasps> self. Whoa! But with uh, For the folks black. at home. Yeah, what is your natural self? What is your natural self? I'm a humanoid black bird fox. Fox. He's a furry. So a fox furry. humanoid <laughs> appears. Come and five foot step into flanking position and poke him with my sword. Except poking didn't work well last time, so I'm gonna go more for a slashing action. Nice. <laughs> I would think poking would be easier, but yeah. 
I was just not meant to do that. He gets a 13. 13 misses. No, wait, wait. Yeah, 13. 13. Yeah, so you slash, and for whatever reason, it seems to like clang off of their armor, and you are unable to land a blow. Alu, it is your turn. So I would like to, as a free action roll, acknowledge religion to see if I can tell what it is. By all means. Wow, 13. 13. You also have no clue. All right. Well, pretty sure it's evil. So I'm going to, as a swift action, cast Smite Evil on it. Which gives (laughs) Uh me a plus four to my attack rolls, plus one damage to my uh for my rolls as well as giving me a plus four deflection bonus against the target it also makes your weapon magical that is true too and what i'm gonna do because of that and on top of protection from evil i'm actually gonna take a five foot step closer and use my precision shot and point blank shot he gets uh two attacks of opportunity on you because he gets a standard attack opportunity. Is there a point to you moving into melee range to shoot? I was going to try to take some of the oh. run of the attacks. Uh, 22. Oh, that hits exactly. <laughs> well, so the deflection bonus also doesn't stack. It's also oh, it it's the highest of the two. Also, oh. deflection bonuses are only for projectiles. Mm, not necessarily. Def- deflect projectiles specifically says against it, but okay. you can have a deflection bonus, and Re- it's just deflection. Regardless, it is. You get two points of damage. Go yes. ahead and roll me that fortitude save, buddy. You do get a plus two from that because of protection from you. So. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it is. One second, sorry. Nine. Nine. This is definitely you feel as the claws sink, sink into you that uh, something has taken hold, but of what you're not entirely sure. Uh, and it takes another claw on you. Uh, natural 20. Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, to confirm, natural 1. So just mm. normal exploding dice. So for those listening at home wondering what we do, we do exploding dice, which means if I roll top of the top of the pops, I just keep rolling. Oh, that was top of the pops. Natural 4 on that D4. And then that's going to be... Six points of damage total. Alu is not feeling great at all. <laughs> For several reasons. Hey, good news. It's still your turn. You can go ahead and take a precise shot. Yay. <laughs> you wanted to absorb that damage. It seemed <laughs> unnecessary. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely a today I learned moment. Yeah. All right. Oh. So that will be <laughs> 17. Hits. Woo. Okay. Six damage. Six damage, and all of it seems to get through, but he is still up and kicking. Uh, Barb, it is your turn. All right. Barb's uh, fire giant's greatsword has already been unsheathed, and she has it in hand as she steps in between Alu and Errol into melee range and takes a slash at the object. Is it demon? Creature. Do we know it's a demon? Creature. You have no Thing. idea what it is. Everyone who has any any experience in this field failed all of their checks. Oh, uh... So you are flanking announced. with Poe. Yeah, I was going to announce because uh, it sank its claw hand thing into two of 
the members of our party that Barb is starting to feel a little bit angry. Little Some might say she might she's uh, enraged mechanically. <laughs> mechanically raged. <laughs> uh, so with that, I believe I still also have the heroic um, bonus. Yes, that does confer a total um, of plus four. Ooh, yeah, Holy shit. Do I oh. want this math? I don't know if I want this math. All right, so. <laughs> Welcome to Pathfinder. Painful math for all purposes. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. Adjusted yes. 21. Oops. Yes! Murder and, this motherfucker. Uh, with rage. Math. Uh, that's going to be 16 damage. And you manage to <laughs> kill. <laughs> Holy. The, the seemingly not alive, but person you have no idea <laughs> who he is due to your party members not being wholly sure of what he may or may not be, uh, crumble into dust. And as he clears away, you just hear, I am but the first. And I guess we'll see uh, everybody next time. <laughs> on no. The there's, final there's still crusade. magic in the room. I there want is. items. Oh, Give man. me items. There's so much. Luna's floating right above it. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, we care. Just not thing. Nobody cares. <laughs>